0: Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice. Um, Morning everybody, this is um, Louise Green, the Director of Education and Wessex LMC's and I'm talking to Matt Perkins, our Practice manager Supporter, um, and we're going to do a second finance podcast. So, um, hi Matt, how are you?
1: Yeah, very good, thank you.
0: Um, right, and we're going to do, we're trying to do this remotely. We're in the middle of coronavirus here, so this will, this will be quite interesting for us, and hopefully this will go well. But we want to talk about finance. Now, 74 people have already listened to the first finance podcast, which is great, Matt. And I um, think we're going to talk about... We're heading towards right at the end of the financial year now. So what sort of little bits can you... sort of, Things that you can sort of squeeze out of the last few days, if you need to, before the end of March actually hits?
1: Yeah, uh, thanks, because I think we talked last time about... Um, about some of the rather obvious things that we're all trying to get our heads around at this time of year, making sure um, everything's claimed for, making sure all our streams of income um, have been um, a- accounted for um, and uh, everything kind of is in order to start to pull everything together for the accountants. Just, um, I guess, one um, point worth mentioning as we're um, heads down trying to get everything sorted is that coif is something we always try and get 100% on um, sometimes chasing those last couple of quaff points um, can not be a great kind of uh, in terms of cost benefit. So sometimes you might be spending a, GP, a day's worth of GP time, for example. Um, if you're only chasing one or two points, that might not be worth it. So you just have to kind of, I suppose, take a little bit of a step back um, and put it all into context because um, there are some tricky quaff Um, indicators this year Um, so sometimes the time spent doing it can be can cost you more than it's going to make you so just be aware of that Um, well that sounds very negative hopefully everyone will be getting um, all those points uh, anyway but um, that's just one thing really for last year or this current year
0: Yeah, um, so we're heading into April the 1st, new crop year, new year, new um, financial year for most people. So what sorts of things are you going to start planning um, for the um, 2021 year?
1: I think as we go into the uh, new year, um, I think one of the, well, one of the new exciting things that's come out, they do do it every year, but you may not have seen it, is the um, Ready Reckoner that's on the NHS England website. You can Google um, Ready Reckoner 2020, um, I'm sure the LMC can, can um, point you in the right direction. Um, so this what this does is it allows you to input your practices, COAF, um, seniority, MPIG, those kind of things, all that you've achieved this current year. And given the contractual changes, um, it'll then um, outturn what you'll make for each of those areas in this coming year. So it's a really good way to start um, planning and thinking about the year ahead. There's also this year a new... Uh, network PCN uh, network ready Reckoner as well so the funding for your network can also be um, put in there and uh, to see what again what differences you'll get this coming year um, from this year so um, I'd recommend you do that gives you a really good um, really good place to start Um, beyond that during the first quarter of the year, obviously, you're desperately trying to get the, uh, assuming you have a March year end, of course, but um, let's assume that for now, obviously trying to get everything ready for the accountants um, and starting to um, put a budget together uh, for this coming year. Um, there's just a good chance, I think, just to review how your finances are set up in your practice. Uh, I think you know, the most important thing, as I've always tried to say, is that as a practice manager... Um, finance can be all consuming um, and it can add a lot of pressure to the job, a lot of stress to the job. Um, I know I used to have a lot of sleepless nights over um, practice finances when things aren't going so well. Um, so the most important thing is to make sure that there is leadership within the practice. Mm. Uh, I think that is probably um, you know, crucial. Probably it is definitely crucial that um, a partner or partners in your business um, take an interest and share that with you. Uh, and obviously if they're then aware of the issues, if they're aware of what's going on, if they've got their heads around the finance as well, it, it makes um, makes the job a lot easier. Um, so I think that's probably the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, it's a shared accountability as well, isn't it? Um, when Because then if, if you're all aware of what's going on, it's not one person's fault and um, the blame won't lay at one person's door, um, which I think Absolutely. is important. Um,
1: yeah, no, it, it is. and And having some, you know, having a robust system, uh, even if it's 10, 15 minutes a month, um, just to have that monthly review um, with the lead partner or the finance team in your practice uh, is um, really useful. It does make sure that you um, get everything in line. You can talk about cash flow, you can talk about budget results, um, how things are going. And by having those kind of that system in place, um, that'll make sure that um, you can uh, yeah, manage, manage things effectively and also keep the partners in the loop because although some of them don't, um, some partners aren't interested in managing the finances, they all want to know about the finances, yeah. particularly when it comes to profitability mm-hmm. um, and tax.
0: And so just out of interest, you're, uh, within your practice, um, Matt, do you sort of share a sheet of management account sort of thing? Um, just? top line, top headlines once a month, thing, or does that really just stay with yourself and the partners of a particular interest in the account?
1: In the practice, how we've had things set up is that um, towards the beginning of the year um, will be the first thing which isn't um, usually until the end of the first quarter, but that's when the budget gets completed. Uh, And there's a good template on the LMC site um, that um, you can use as a basis if if you haven't got something like that in place, but a lot of the accounting software does it for you anyway. Um, but you can, um, you having that set up within the first quarter, once you know what your income and expenditure is likely to be through the year. Um, then once you review that every month, um, and sorry, having that budget signed off by the, um, by the partnership. So they know what the outturn is likely to be for this current year. And then simply after every monthly review, they can just be a very short email to the partners. Um, we send it out with their, um, sometimes with their drawing slips or um, other things that can just give them a heads up. We're performing to budget. We're not, we're not performing to budget. We've got this issue. So just very, very brief summary for all the, um, all the uh, partners can see.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting. And um, the other thing is, you know, you do hear that some practice managers and um, there's some sort of, obviously at very occasion is fraud and that sort of thing going on. So um, when I did it was doing payroll and, Account, I always used to get the payroll signed off with a partner and um, he used to sort of sit next to me and just, just spot-check some of them, looking at the accounts and looking at the, the details of um, how the payments went through to someone's bank account. Do you What sort of things do you suggest that tax practors might want to do, just to protect themselves, because it's very responsible and there's a lot of money going around here. Mm, I
1: think absolutely. Uh... Being open and transparent, and, and having the systems in place, is really crucial. And different practices will have different um, kind of rules and regulations about um, how many people uh, can sign off um, checks and payments. Uh, different banks have different systems. Some are better than others. Um, that's probably a whole separate podcast. Um, and uh, in, but it, what's really important is you're not exposed. So. For us, for example, we would need um, two people to sign off any payment, um, and that then obviously protects you. In a monthly review, yes, a spot check of um, of the bank's payments, direct debits of the bank accounts um, is really um, is really helpful. So there's various just systems of, of checking that will protect you as a practice manager. Absolutely. Um, that, again, perhaps it's a good opportunity to, to review um, things coming, you know, this next year, so that actually one of those is is to review how you review those finances and how you, indeed, how you protect yourself um, as a practice manager.
0: Mm. And the other people, um, we must forget, are, are the accountants that so can be really helpful, your own practice accountants, and certainly from LNC point of view, we'd always recommend you have a specialist medical accountant, um, because at the NHS being what it is and general practice being what it is, there are extra complications. Um, so that's just one thing we would always stress is if you um, if you have one bit of advice from us on this, it would just get a, just get a, a medical accountant um, to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think you were going to talk about pay rises because this is a time of the month, isn't it, a uh, time of the year really, that you might want to think about that sort of thing. So what do you need to look out for for that, Matt?
1: Uh, yeah, the pay rise obviously is coming around to April. So the minimum wage um, has gone up this year. So if you're not aware of that, obviously all the information's um, online. But um, eight seventy two is now the minimum wage for twenty five plus from the first of April. Eight twenty if you're twenty one to twenty four years old, or six pound forty five if you're eighteen to twenty. Um, that's um, something obviously we've known for a while. What's uh, what runs alongside? that that isn't obviously mandatory is the living wage foundation a lot of people seem to be aware of that um, and uh, that is currently sitting at a recommended £9.30 um, per hour so that might be something that practices want to um, consider as I say it's not mandatory but a lot of people are aware of that um, so that's minimum wage so at the very least you need to make sure that um, anyone below 872 who's age 25 and over um, receives the uh, new rate.
0: Okay, that's handy. Thank you. Um, and as we talk at um, the sort of middle of March, the coronavirus is just sort of lurking, isn't it? Um, and we we're talking about working remotely. So is there anything you can suggest sort of business continuity-wise that might be helpful um, for practice managers to think about um, to, to manage their business and the finance side of the business um, if, um, if the crisis hits and we're all having to work in a different way?
1: Yeah, and it's, it is a good point. We're all thinking about just having staff in the, in the building and and clinicians, um, but absolutely, finances need to go on. And as we were talking just before we started, um, payroll is probably the most important of those. So the question would be, um, if you um, if you had if you were down with staff or closing practices, could you do payroll uh, from home? What do you need to have um, set up? If the you know, are there enough people that can run payroll? Um, if if not, is there a way of at least having being able to pay people the standard core hours um, and have that set up, um, ready to go, even if um, overtime payments and other payments need to be caught up afterwards? So it's definitely worth a thought um, in with the business continuity. Um, also, day-to-day finances, paying bills, invoices, that kind of thing. Um, again, all the, a lot of um, practices can now actually could do that quite successfully from home. Um, or from remote locations uh, but it's definitely worth um, bearing you know from a finance perspective bearing those things in mind when we're considering um, what if scenarios
0: yeah of course and and obviously and protecting yourself and confidentiality and making sure somebody's aware that you might have all the payroll information at home it it would be a a helpful thing too Um, so that just a transparency of your plans would be helpful.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, Yeah, one of our um, practice manager supporters went out to see one of our practice managers recently and really helped them um, delegate some of the, they were getting quite bogged down I think with their time management and the practice manager supporter was able to help them with um, delegating some of the more mundane um, mechanics um, of the finance systems within general practice. I wonder, can you suggest anything that might help some practice managers now, um, just say perhaps five minutes a day or what sort of things might you be able to delegate down?
1: Yeah, I mean, and the same happened to me. I used to do all the, um, all the finances um, and found it very difficult to let go of even the very um, simple tasks, but it does make a huge difference. Uh, I think um, it, you can easily split finance into the, into the day-to-day, the invoice paying, um, the uh, checks being paid in or cash being paid in, um, the petty cash balancing. So the kind of the very, the, the very basic day-to-day uh, finances. What you have to make sure within that is that there are robust processes in place, so said um, said person can't actually um, process any transactions. So again, how you have that sorted out in terms of who needs to sign off payments and so on is really really important. They know who that needs to go to. But definitely the day to day finances of, of the bills. Again, as long as you've got oversight, so you know what they are paying and they're not making decisions based on that, that you retain that um, oversight or someone does. Um, but that's very, um, very straightforward and seems to work quite well. Um, and it's a nice, yeah, it seems to be quite a nice, um, uh, concise job for someone. Um, certainly it, it works seems to work well in our practices. And, um, and uh, yeah, that's quite, quite simple. And, I, and although it's quite straightforward, it does save you as a practice manager quite a lot of time. So, yeah, thoroughly recommended, as you say.
0: And do you think with PCNs, um, there's going to be more sharing of the sort of basic finances? Can you see some sort of more efficiencies um, coming in in that way? Or do you think there's still going to be really important to keep things um, separate for each practice?
1: Yeah, I think PCN finance finance is an interesting one, isn't it? I think um, different PCNs are doing things in very different ways. Some PCNs have lots of multiple practices and they've assigned one practice to be the finance practice. Um, other PCNs, such as ours, actually one practice, one PCN. Um, but whichever way you are, the PCN finance has to be kept slightly separate, um, the rules and regulations from normal practice finance. So it is definitely something, Is a, it's a bolt-on to consider. Um, and in terms of who, um, again, being clear on who's managing that money, um, and I'm sure, as I say, PCNs have, have already kind of sorted that out with with. Um, where you've got different practices assigning one practice to manage that pot of money um, because it it does have to be dealt with differently from standard practice finance so again like everything else um, it's about um, setting that up um, and making sure it's uh, accounted for um, in a kind of separate pot um, and dealt with yeah appropriately that way I think that's um, by doing that, then there's no um, no concerns or no unraveling to be done when it gets towards the end of the year, um, and you're trying to sort things out for your accountants.
0: Okay, okay, thanks, Matt. So I think Very um, Reckoner sounds fantastic. I have to say I was not aware of that at all. So that's an NHSD tool that we can. and we obviously um, we'll put a link to that on the um, on our website to make sure that's really clear. Um, with this with this um, second finance podcast. And um, hopefully people start thinking about end of year, start thinking about um, pay rises for their staff, budgeting for next year, but also um, business continuity and making sure we're all getting paid, which is clearly the most important thing. Um, So, yeah. So, thank you, Matt. That's great. Um, Okay. And um, no doubt we'll speak soon.
1: Indeed. Thanks, Thanks Louis.
0: Bye. (laughs) Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice.